0: you're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in hello beautiful people welcome back to the Souls way podcast or welcome if you're brand new here I'm so glad that you're here I have a fun episode for you today I'm going to talk all about my new morning routine that actually feels good doesn't feel overwhelming doesn't feel doesn't have this weird like pressury energy on it and I'm loving it so much and I'm not making it too strict it's just very fun and juicy and yum and you guys have been asking about it so i thought i would just do an episode on it and share exactly what i've been doing to you might see me like posting on instagram that i've done my soul connection for the morning so a lot of people are like what is that what's your soul connection what do you do um so i'm going to share that with you so i just had this conversation with my soul legacy ladies that are in that program with me and i was telling them it is so critically important That you make time every single day to get quiet and to listen to your higher self, to actually actively ask for guidance, ask to be the channel, ask your higher self to use you in everything you do, to speak through you, to be with you in all the content you create, in all of the conversations you're going to have throughout the day, and most importantly, if there's any guidance, if there's any areas you need to pay attention to, to heal or feel If there's any messages you need to be aware of, and there always is, you know, homegirl always comes through. If you just ask, you're going to get the answers. So I told them, it doesn't matter. There's, There's many different tools that you can use, right? And I've been showing them a couple of different ways to kind of tune in, tune into their soul. There's an eyes open type of meditation that I've been teaching since about January. And there's also another version where we do close our eyes and we tune into our heart space. So I'm going to break those down to you and what the the difference is. Um, Someone was asking which one is better, so we'll get into all of that. But it doesn't really matter which way you want to do it. And if you want to journal or not journal, just hear the voice in your head. Just kind of connect. Uh, If you want to use cards or not use cards, it really doesn't matter. I suggest not using cards for the first bit just so you don't become codependent on them. And we'll talk about that. Ooh, we need to talk about that. So it just matters that you connect every single day in a way that resonates with you. And if you need to switch it up, that's fine. But honestly, guys, don't overcomplicate it. Don't make this such a big, overwhelming thing. And don't put all this pressure on it because I have been down that road and it leads to just overwhelm. It leads to you actually kind of getting more stuck. It leads to confusion, exhaustion, all these bad things. So, what happened is I have been down the road, and I talk about this in the book, Whole Damn Fire, which is coming out very soon, hopefully, October, early October, if not October 1st, which is my mama's birthday. But uh, it's just being formatted right now. I talk about this in the book about how I've been down the road of trying to use every single tool that is out there and do all of the ceremonies and all of the rituals, like the intention setting with a candle and the um, guided meditation and then visualizing and then a cord cutting exercise to release anything and forgive whatever needs to be forgiven. And doing affirmations and doing gratitude and not forgetting to do their gratitude journal. And like all of these different tools, which are meant to empower us, can start to be like very overwhelming, especially if you get it in your head that you have to do all of them in order to be a success. Or you have to do all of them in order to align with your higher self. And it's simply not true. These tools can be great to have in your tool belt, And same thing goes for like me, how I have um, NLP and EFT, which is tapping. I have a certification in tapping, which is emotional release technique um, or emotional freedom technique, sorry, EFT. I am certified in NLP, so I have all kinds of subconscious mind techniques, but those are just things I pull out of my back pocket if I need to with myself or with a client to like really pull up. If just tuning into my soul and to my heart space isn't quite allowing me to pull up something or get to the root cause of something, then usually where I use these tools is to help release emotion when needed. That's basically what I use them for. But in terms of like gratitude, in terms of affirmations, I don't do any of those things anymore as a ritual because it's not something I need to ritualize if it's something I'm embodying embodiment over ritualization is huge so why do I need to make this habit or this practice out of sitting down and writing five things I'm grateful for because I don't need to do that if I'm embodying gratitude and I'm being fully present in the moment in every moment and I'm feeling the gratitude deeply if you have trouble doing that and remembering to be in gratitude, sure, then a gratitude practice can be very helpful. It just depends where you are in your journey. But I think for a lot of us who have done it for a while, then making it into something you have to do and you have to list your five things or your ten things every single day, it can become something that you almost like resent because you're like, oh, I didn't get my gratitude done yet. And then you're kind of just mindlessly writing things down, right? If you if you ritualize things too much they can lose their meaning and their vibration. And so it's completely pointless. It just ends up consuming your time. And then you're resentful because you spent, you know, an hour or more on your morning routine and it didn't actually shift anything in your energy. So I've been down that road of like doing the gratitude, doing a meditation, and then doing this, and then pulling cards, and then doing that. And it takes a very long time to get my day started And so when I started learning about 5D and operating in the fifth dimension and just not minding things so much, being in a higher state of consciousness, being more the channel, right that channel or energy, being the tool or the vessel that my higher self simply works through at all times that God can work through, that spirit can work through, it became less and less about the rituals and the tools and more and more about the being, but in order to do the being, it is critical that you connect with your higher self every day and you invite that presence in and you also invite in guidance. So I finally found a morning routine that is really working for me where it's not so much of like strict rituals. I can change it up a bit if I want to, but it feels really good and it always gets me downloads. It gets me in the right vibe, in the right state of being. So I can go about my day and I can take action as the highest version of myself. So without further ado, what I have been doing is it's very simple. I just simply, so I wake up, I go to the bathroom because I always have to go to the bathroom. As soon as I wake up, I get a big, big glass of water and I bring it back to my bedroom. And then I close the door because my husband is up at this point and he's starting to make his coffee and start getting ready and making some noise. So I'll just go in the in the room, close the door, bring my water back in. And then I just sit on the edge of my bed or sometimes on my floor on a pillow and I just start to slow down my breath. And by the way, Bonus points if I don't touch my phone first. I try to just turn off my alarm and do this right away without grabbing, you know, checking the email or checking Instagram or checking Facebook. Those are things I tend to do when I'm struggling to wake up and I'm like, "Ah, I need something to stimulate my brain to wake me up. But otherwise, I try not to touch my phone first. It feels so, trust me, you'll feel so much better. Your energy will be so much better if you start your day with you and your higher self, and that's it. So, Brownie points for you if you don't touch your phone until after all this. So you come back, I come back with my water, sit on my floor, or my bed, and I slow down my breath and I just put my hand on my heart and I focus on So your heart is actually the portal to your soul, to spirit. So if you focus and you put your hand there, you can actually feel physical warmth coming from your heart and you just focus on all the love and the light that is there, that is within you. And sometimes I close my eyes to really tune into this. And sometimes I keep my eyes open and fixed on a focal point. Either way, the point is to tune into your heart and soul and to get out of your mind. So for some people, when they close their eyes, they just start, they get too distracted. They start seeing all kinds of different visions and thoughts and their mind kind of wanders everywhere. So if that's you, the focal point might actually help you more and you just get lost in the focal point. Like, uh, I use a leaf on one of my plants that's in my bedroom. So just like, oh, wow, look at all the lines on this leaf or wow, I can see the energy around this leaf or the, you know, the stem, what's it called? Not the stem, the root part of the plant. It's like a mini tree. So I don't it's not the trunk, I don't know what it would be called, but the barky part of the plant. Um, sometimes I like to focus on that and start seeing like a light around it. It's really cool. And if you, it doesn't have to be a plant. It can be a pen. It can be a little dot on your wall somewhere, a piece of, a, of something on a painting, like just doesn't really matter. But if you want to elevate your practice, Either do this in nature or do this like in front of a plant or some part of nature because nature is automatically in 5D. Nature is already such a vibe and it's, it's all about being. It's so rooted in its being. It is so, it doesn't have... Of echo vibrations of thoughts and feelings that we do, so it's just pure energy. That's why you. That's why people say I'm going for a walk to clear my head, or when you go into a forest or you go for a hike, you really do feel so peaceful and clear, and you start to have these like deeper, more spiritual thoughts. Do you ever notice that when you're outside, you have these like deeper thoughts, especially if you're near water or you're near a bunch of trees? That's because nature is in that energy automatically. So bonus points, I always tell my clients, you know, if you want to take it up a notch, take it to the next level, do this outside. Um, Amazing if you could get outside every day and do a walk. I aim to walk most days, not every day, but definitely every day, sit in my room, breathe, tune in either on a focal point or with my eyes closed. So the reason we learn also the one with the eyes open is so that you can do it anywhere. So someone was asking uh, on my Instagram stories, my friend was asking which one, let me see what her exact question was, do you find the focal point breathing or eyes closed more effective for getting out of your mind? So first of all, the reason that we have the eyes open option, the reason that I was taught this one is because when you have this, it's really good to master it and to master actually being able to get out of your thoughts and just get lost in that focal point, focusing on your breath, the focal point, the energy around it, and tuning out of, we call it like tuning out of the 3D simulator, right? Getting out of this matrix that we're all in and feeling your awareness expand. It's good to practice that because you can do this anywhere. You can do this when you're in line at the grocery store, you can do this when you're mid conversation with someone which someone was asking about. So it's literally as easy. I'll just explain it now as like say you're in a conversation with someone and or maybe a group of people and the conversation's getting a little bit like low vibe, they're getting really like scarcity, they're talking about lack of money or they're talking about politics or the COVID virus, like something really negative and you don't necessarily want to go there with your energy, you can literally whip out this tool and find a focal point. It could even be somebody's eyes or somebody's like space between their eyes and their forehead. So it looks like you're looking at them (laughs) and you can just slow down your breath. Focus so much on that focal point. and let your awareness just expand. Just feel yourself kind of energetically zooming out. This is what I always talk to my clients about. Zoom out. Stay up on that mountain. Remember how small this moment actually is and everything actually is. You, your entire life, just really zoom out and become that greater consciousness because you are a consciousness that's greater than you and your thoughts and your little life, right? So you get bigger perspectives. You get downloads here. You get the highest version of you can come in. And so you can even do it when you're in the middle of a conversation or in this virtual world that we're in now. You can use your camera, this is a good hack. You can use your camera as your focal point so it looks like you're looking right at the people, but you're actually just kind of zoning out in a sense and zooming on your focal point to get a greater awareness. And then you might think, well, I need to pay attention. What if they talk to me or what if I have to say something? If you truly, and practice this alone first before you practice it in conversations, but when you truly do get out of your thoughts and your head and you just actually let that higher consciousness come in and take over, you will get a download if you're meant to say something in that moment or if you're meant to um, add value to the conversation or whatever it is, it'll just it'll just start coming out your mouth and you'll be like, whoa, I don't know where that came from, but I guess I was meant to say that and it was for the highest good of everybody. So to answer the question of which do I think helps more with getting out of the head, honestly, the things that help me the most is focusing on sounds, but it's different for every person. So for me, what is currently my favorite way and what is helping me the most currently is closing my eyes, putting my hands on my heart, and listening to like a, um like I'll just Google like crown opening crown chakra opening meditation or some side, of, some sort of like binaural beats because focusing on sounds really helps me come out of my thoughts. But for you, that may not be the case. And I want you to master the eyes open one first because if you can get out of your head and it's not easy, it takes a lot of discipline and a lot of practice, but I don't want you to be reliant on like, you can't always stop on the music and the tools and stuff, right? Like, I don't want you to have to have a sound bowl or a meditation playing in a quiet, perfect environment where you can relax and the kids aren't going to disturb you or the husband's not going to disturb you. Like, I don't want you to need to have the perfect setting in order to get out of your head because you want to be getting out of your head and into your soul, to your higher self, to guide you at any given time. Like, you want to be able to do it when things are getting chaotic in the house or when things are getting chaotic at work or when you're feeling overwhelmed. So that's why it's so important to practice first, doing it with your eyes open and just simply finding a focal point and breathing. And I have many videos demonstrating this inside the Soul's Way Facebook group. I will actually pin, I believe it's already pinned there, but if it's not, I'll pin the exercise there to show you exactly how to do this, but you just find the focal point, you focus on getting lost in it. I find it helps to put my hand on my heart, but again, like if you're out in public, say you're at the grocery store and you find yourself getting all up in your head, getting anxious, minding things, stressing about how slow the the cashier is moving, you can just go, oh yeah, right, this is a thanks universe, this is a perfect opportunity to find a focal point. Stare at that pack of gum at the register, slow down my breathing and just maybe a download will drop in or a new perspective will drop in or a new sense of awareness, right? That's what we're always going for is a new sense of awareness. So in terms of which one's more effective, I mean, you can play around and see what's best for you and definitely at least once a day do the one that works the best for you. So for me currently, it's hand on heart, Eyes closed, but sometimes open, looking at my plant. And I will say out loud or in my head, soul, I welcome you now to embody me. Come inhabit my body. Let me, let me connect with you. Let me tune into your guidance and wisdom. Let me be the highest version of myself today. Use me in everything I do. Let me feel in my body what it's like to be generous, to be abundant, to be perfectly healthy, to be loved, to be one. All of these vibrations that are your true nature as a soul, you just invite that into your body with a simple intention or prayer. And then I also say, is there anything that I need to hear today? Is there any messages for me? Sometimes I will say, I do this about every other day, I will say, is there any feelings that I need to feel or anything I need to clear today? Where is there energy stuck in my body? Where is there... dark spots that need some light and I can kind of do like a body scan and see where I'm holding any dense energy this is important you do not want to skip this this step and I do it like I said about every other day I'll do that and then every other day I'll do like um, just is there any messages for me today or is there any messages that my people need to hear today like help me speak through me help me create the ripple effect that I'm here to create what do people need to hear today and then I'll either just wait and sit and listen or I will pull out my journal and I will do channel journaling which is where you just say "Higher self speak through me write through me and you let the you know the writing kind of takes over and it's funny because you'll notice too your handwriting actually looks different and you write very fast and it just flows out of you because you are channeling something greater than you the greater awareness that you just took a moment to tune into so that's all I simply do and then sometimes if I feel called and I feel very detached from it and just like curious I'll be like is there a message for me today and I'll either wait or if I'm not necessarily hearing anything or if I feel called to, like I said, I'll grab a card deck. I'll like an oracle card deck or a tarot card deck and I'll just see which one I'm gravitating towards and I'll pull a card or two or three, right? So if you see how much like how detached that is, it's like what is your will? Higher self, God, source, angels, whatever you want to call it. I call it higher self, soul, you know, let your soul take the lead. Invite your soul to take the lead in everything you do, especially if you're a business owner. You want to promote your higher self to be the one completely running your business. And this will not happen if you do not start your day with this. Trust me. You So even if that whole thing can take you literally five minutes, if that's all you've got, if that's all you got, do it. Do not miss tuning into your higher self. It's the most important thing you'll do all day. And it is important that you start your day like that. But if you miss it, do it later in the day, do it throughout the day whenever you can. But it's so key to start your day like that because on the days when I don't, I just jump into like frantic action, foreseeing, hustling, minding everything from a 3D perspective, from my limited perspective, right? Higher self, literally think Of them as being like physically higher, they have a greater view of everything. They are the one up on the mountaintop. They can see the greater plan for you. They can see your highest purpose. They can see your highest potential. They can see things you can't see yet. So, when you aren't operating from that guidance, right, or intuition, if that's what you want to call it, then you're just kind of running around like a chicken with its head cut off and you're just frantically trying to do and force and push and brainstorm. And you can create some small results like that. I've certainly done it, right? I've certainly pushed and hustled and created things from my mind and created some success, but it's exhausting and it's not sustainable and it's not necessarily even for your soul's highest good or for the highest good of all. So when you start your day like this, you can guarantee that you're going to be on the right path, you're going to be guided, you're going to be channeling in all your creation and it's everything is going to be Better. You're going to be being the version of yourself that you want to be. So that's all I do now. But I took a pause from the rituals. I took a pause from card pulling. I took a pause from even journaling. I literally went through like six months of not even journaling or doing gratitude lists, which I still don't do. Um, but I do journal again and I do card pull uh, when I feel called. But because I developed a codependent kind of relationship with it where The tools became, rather than something that was just extra empowerment for me, they became something that I felt like, I don't know, I just put a lot of pressure onto them and they became such a ritual, almost something I resented. And that's not what you want. If you're noticing that type of relationship with your tools and ceremonies and rituals, back away. Keep it simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. You should only be doing those those rituals, those tools, those things when you feel really, really called to or because it just feels fun. And I used to be the person that's like, no, no, it's fun. I love all this stuff. It's fun for me. But then realistically, I would sit down and I'd be like, all right, card deck, what is going to happen with this launch? Like, is this launch the right move? And I'd be putting so much pressure in wanting the cards to say what I wanted them to say, right? Whereas now I'm just like, Is there a message for me? It's a much different energy. And that's because I've taken this time back and I've taken the space from it that I'm slowly starting to have fun with these rituals and tools again. And it's in a much different way. So really, I go in my bedroom with my big glass of water because I like to drink a full glass of water. Water is very important. Water is in, in nature, right? It's that 5D energy. It's very grounding. So drink your water as you're doing this lemon water bonus if you want to kick it up a notch but and i just breathe hand on my heart or and eyes closed or hand on my heart and looking at a focal point and i just ask i just ask my hair self to connect with me sometimes i like to turn on the crown opening music at the same time but again we can't always have that perfect peaceful environment so the important thing is that you learn how to tune in anywhere So best to master the eyes open one. Let me see if there was any more questions on this subject. But that's all I do. And then if I want to journal what came up or just sit with it, I'll do that. And if I want to pull a card, I pull a card. And the whole thing takes me, um, if I'm feeling really fun and it's feeling juicy and stuff, I'll sit there for like 20 to 30 minutes. But sometimes it's just 5 to 10 minutes and that's all it has to be. Okay, so I answered that one. Oh, any tips to tune into our soul with a lot of monkey brain going on? So if you're not starting your day off with soul connection, the monkey, the ego can be really loud. So the monkey brain, the monkey chatter that she's referring to is, I'm sure you know it well, it's your ego. It's all of this nonsense, all of this noise, all of this questioning, this overthinking. I actually just had this realization recently that I don't think as much as I used to. (laughs) This is so funny. I was just telling my clients, like, I just realized the other day. I went through my day and then I was like, I didn't think very much today, did I? Which is such a weird thing to say, but that is actually the goal. We want to actually have less thoughts because it's creating... The ability for you to be quiet and actually receive downloads from your soul. So that's why we want to get out of our mind and kind of quiet that monkey chatter, that non-stop chatter that's in your brain. We can't completely turn it off, but we want to transcend it as much as we can. So what to do when the monkey chatter is real? First of all, make sure you're starting your day with soul connection and you're setting the attention and you're asking higher self to to come and inhabit your body and be with you in everything you do and guide you, because when you have that guidance and you know you have that guidance, you don't need all of the noise from your ego, and second of all, that is your ego, and you need to gently let it know, like, hey, ego, thanks for trying to keep me safe. I know you want to keep me safe. Um, thanks for bringing me to where I am now, but you're not needed anymore, and my higher self is leading now, so I'm going to be Okay thank you very much. It's time for you to be quiet now because I'm safe. And I've got this because your ego is literally just trying to keep you physically safe, which it thinks that if you don't have, if you're not exactly the same as you were yesterday, because yesterday you didn't die, that you might die. Like it thinks you're in physical danger when you change and grow and evolve. (laughs) But that's what you're here to do. And your higher self knows it. So ego can be very unhelpful although it is here to physically protect you, but it can be very unhelpful. And your higher self is also going to physically protect you. So there's really, it doesn't serve that much of a purpose, and we want to quiet it down as often as possible and really operate without it. So you're going to say thank you, Ego, for your concern. I know you want to keep me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe up until now. We've got this now, higher self is in control and my higher self is always going to make sure I'm divinely protected and thriving and you can be quiet now. So you might have to do that a few times because ego will get louder as you start to do this work because it is insecure. It is like the loud person in the room that knows that they don't have a lot of power so they think they need to speak louder versus the quietly confident one who is just sitting back not saying anything, observing, and you know that they have power and they have confidence and they don't need to be the loudest person in the room. That's like your higher self, that quiet confidence, right? That's why the voice of your higher self is quieter. And it takes your willingness to lean in and tune in to get that guidance because it knows how good it is. It knows it's worth. But are you willing to get quiet and do the work to lean in and listen? Because ego will be right up front, right up in your face. So loud, that monkey brain, that chatter all day, every day. It's easy to listen to ego, but it's not effective and it's not helpful. And the reason it's so loud is because it knows that it doesn't have the power that your intuition or higher self has. So we want to be actively tuning in. And the more we tune in, the more we build that muscle, the more we, it, easy, it becomes easier to hear the downloads and the guidance from higher self and the more we take action on these downloads that we get, these ideas that we get, these directions that we get, which won't be comfortable, by the way, they'll be uncomfortable. They're meant to push you out of your comfort zone. They're meant to help you evolve and grow. So don't expect your downloads and your ideas from higher self to be like, oh, cool, something I've already done. Oh, easy, fluffy, cute. Nope. It's going to be like, uh, quit your job tomorrow email this podcast and see if they'll have you as a guest and it's like a huge podcast and you're like what like reach out to this person to be a guest on your podcast ask your boss for a raise like what? whatever it'll be like crazy things that you would have never thought of but when you take action on intuition even when it seems crazy take action before it makes sense you're gonna keep getting the guidance you're gonna keep getting the downloads you're gonna keep getting the opportunities the blessings the abundance as kind of your reward for listening. And the more you build that relationship, it's like any other relationship, the stronger it gets, right? So that's how I personally build my relationship with higher self is I do a morning connection every day. And then all throughout the day, I will also stop like if I'm about to lead a call with my clients, especially I'll stop and take a couple minutes to tune in. Either just, usually I just do the focal point for this one. or if I'm about to do like a post or a reel or anything like that, I like to stop and listen and tune in first. Okay. So it's a much more like laid back approach to a morning routine. It's much more doable and it's much more effective because I'm not just focusing on the actions and the rituals of doing all the things and writing out affirmations and this and that. I'm Focusing on what actually matters, which is creating space to get quiet and listening to intuition. That is really all that truly matters. So whatever way you want to do that in, however it looks for you, just make sure you tune in, plug in every single day and ask for downloads, ask for guidance, be willing to be led. Don't think that you know best. That is your ego, right? That is the false confidence willing to be led. So that's all I do. And I feel like I need to say that I also, <laughs> I have the ritual journals, the morning ritual journal, the evening ritual journal. I created that back in the day because I found the morning and evening routines because I used to do an evening one as well. Now I just kind of read and sometimes do like a little bit of meditation, but not always. I found them really overwhelming because I was like, what do you do? first and how do you have time to do them all especially like I was working full-time at the time and I used to start at 6 30 or 7 in the morning at my job so I was like how in the heck are everyday people supposed to have time to do all these morning routines that all the successful people do like good for them they're living their dreams full-time but if I have to work and I don't have time in the morning how am I supposed to do it so that's why I created those the ritual journals and they include like a little space for gratitude. They include, it's just one page though, one space for affirmations, one space for um, intention setting, like an action you're going to accomplish. And then there's like a checklist too of like drinking water, being off your phone, different things you may want to do. So if that's where you're at in your journey, where you feel like you do need some kind of gratitude practice you do need some positive affirmations you can't you're not quite ready for the being and you need those habits to start kind of building that relationship then absolutely those journals would still be very beneficial personally i actually don't use them anymore because like i said what i'm doing now is that's all i'm doing is the tuning in and then i'll journal if i feel like there's something that needs to come through me um so it was it was created when I was at a different part of my journey and you might be at that part in your journey and you might be like, yes, I do need a gratitude practice because I don't remember to embody gratitude during the day. I don't remember to stop and appreciate what I have. I need the affirmations because I don't have the belief yet that I'm worthy or that I'm beautiful or that I'm successful or that I can do this. So you want those things, right? So if that's you, then that would still be that would still be a good fit for you. But yeah, I just felt like I should share that because um, in case you're wondering if I use those anymore, I actually don't. But there you have it. There is my current morning routine that I'm loving and why and why I'm not in this toxic relationship anymore with all of the tools. So hope this was helpful, interesting. Uh, Let me, I don't think I have any more questions on this, but I have another juicy question that I'm going to turn into an episode for you. So make sure you're subscribed and tuning in and share this episode with me and let me know your thoughts. um, If you enjoyed it, or even if you didn't, I want to hear from you. Okay, I'll see you next time. Thank you again so much for listening. It would mean the absolute world to me if you enjoyed this episode and you're loving this podcast. If you could take a couple of seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your social media and tag me at Emily Ann Brant or send it to a friend who would love it as well. This means so much to a podcaster and that is the best way you can thank us for creating completely free content for you and keep the good stuff coming. Thank you again and I'll see you next time.